incidents, you know. Uh-huh. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot podcast. Hi, and welcome back to the Dead Presidential Society, where every day is President's Day. The only podcast for presidents, by presidents, about presidents. We set the precedent in the present. This episode number, which one is it, Doug? Five. Oh, no, actually, this is episode number 20. Episode number 20, James Garfield. James Garfield. I'm James Fitz, president of the Hair Club for Men. This is my co-host, Doug Holmeyer, president of Atlantia. Yep. And our guest today is Lee Cox, president of the Quick Draw. Is that true? No. What do you? What is this? <laughs> is this? Do you do it's this? It's the presidential pod, dead presidential podcast. You didn't get the we we sent like a packet. You didn't get that. I didn't send a packet. Oh. Actually, that was yeah, on oh. me. How would you have done that? Just through a messenger? Or yeah, mail, probably. Or you know, I kind of I didn't carrier boy. I didn't even get that far. In the past, we used uh, candy grams and the like, but Ooh. those don't, uh, they're expensive. What's this podcast actually called? <clears throat> the Presidential Society. That's what it is? Yep. Okay. How'd For you the land presidents. on that? <laughs> well, we were going to do the one for every country. And then we were And gonna, they were like, there's too many countries. And then we were going to do one for every element on the periodic table. And uh-huh. that and was a bunch of, that was actually a bunch more of tough sections. Yeah. There's too many. You're gonna do a number of episodes corresponding to the number of presidents. Dead presidents. Dead presidents. Okay, it's a little limiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to be too political here. Okay. <laughs> we don't mind if we get a little political. It's your podcast. You set the parameters. I'm. I'm just. Yes, we do. Uh, so, should we start the podcast? I think we start, should start with our first section. Our first section, my favorite section. How we always begin. First Wives Club. Okay. First Wives Club. First Wives Club. Where we talk about the first lady of the president. Which. You remember Lucretia Garfield? Garfield? Do I remember? Lucretia. 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 Do you remember her? Yes, I do. Yes. Oh, man, what a lovely lady she yes. was. Spoke uh, German, French. <laughs> Greek and Latin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's quite a first lady. That is quite a first lady. I hope, have, all the classics. I hope to have one as educated. You know, it would be nice to have a lady who speaks so many languages. Yeah. But I don't know if... It said speak Latin. Do you ever... I don't think you can no, speak Latin. No, it's a dead Latin language. Or, you have to yeah. die to speak it. Well, I wonder when it yeah. died, though. And I'm, and that's what you brought me here for. Yeah, well, I'm just. Do you think there was like a I, year I, date where everyone? I didn't look it up, but I'm died. curious now that I'm. When did Latin die? Yeah. Do you think it was before this? Before. Before Lucretia was studying it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Mm. French and German, though. Yeah, those. You know. You also, dead Europe. languages here. Um, James Garfield was never a faithful husband. Is that uh, true? So she had to keep up her studies so she'd have something to back to fall back on. That was okay. yeah. Tough. <clears throat> tough for a woman in those times. I'm not an improv guy, so I don't know if this is how the rest of this is supposed to go. I'm, I'm I don't really yes and people. Oh good. <clears throat> We're looking for more uh, confrontation, maybe. Okay. So you're perfect. What I like breaking the fourth wall a little bit, Lee. What are you... What? You're the only one who's dared to confront the format. <laughs> Honestly? This has, this has no, been the f- format every time. You just you talk about precedence. <laughs> has that been it? I don't... Yeah. yeah, yeah. How's that gone so far? It's been pretty funny. <clears throat> has it? 
Yeah. And better than you think it would. Okay. We got some good bits in here. Yeah. You know from the, you know. Have you put any of these out yet? So Not yet. No, I don't. Well, like, we might have, depending on when these Well, yeah. a few of them out. Yeah. Okay, but You've I mean, probably listened to them. Actually, no, you're a big I, fan. I actually. can't have. You haven't put them out now. You haven't put them out yet in yeah. the press. Well, actually, by the time this broadcasts, uh, we'll have already broadcast 19 of these. So we have broadcast them. Yeah. Not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm I saying th- I haven't listened to any of these. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. still saying I'm correct. Not yet, though. So, I'm, yeah, I, I'm hearing that. I've listened yeah. to them. Okay. And? Pretty good. Okay. That doesn't help me in this situation very much. What do you mean? I mean that I don't know what this is or how it's supposed to go. Yeah, that's a point. Okay. That's, that's and I edit, too. Do, do you know how? Yeah. Okay. First child of the couple, Eliza, was nicknamed Trot. Trot? Yeah. Is it short for anything? It was after the character of Betsy Trotwood from David Copperfield's... From Charles Dickens' David Copperfield. So Trot would? Yeah. But what was weird, I looked up who that character was, and she was like a mean character. Like, Charles Dickens, he writes usually like a a lamentable kid, and then like a mean, like, overseer. Mm -hmm. And it was the mean, (laughs) it was like the mean person from it. I could see rooting for them. You know, name your child, your two-year-old child. I don't think they named it at two. Did they name the child at two years? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, when do you get a nickname? I guess at any point, really. I feel like at that point they should have at least given it to a more memorable, mean character like Ebenezer Garfield or Scrooge Garfield. Or mm. well, maybe they knew their kid wasn't going to be very memorable. Yeah. yeah well, little did they know that resurrected on this podcast, we're bringing him up. They probably saw this coming. <laughs> they were the Garfields. <clears throat> That's one of our goals too. Is that like some kid somewhere will be doing a research project on James Garfield? And it'll come across this podcast. We can get absolutely very, no useful information. Very trivial information. What, what is uh, your target market for this audience, for this uh, podcast? What, what's your audience? <clears throat> I'm hoping you will listen to it. At least I'm, your own episode. I might listen to mine. <laughs> but based on nice. how it's going so far, I, I can't even suggest that I will. We're going to have to like really take off at some point for me to want to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe it's time for my favorite section of the podcast. I'm all sad now. Presidential ghosts. That's, that's, I like that one the most. Presidential ghosts. About what? <laughs> no, just the general vibe in the no, room. Doug has less confidence than yeah, I do. Yeah, no, presidential ghosts. ghosts. Yes. Because it's my favorite bit. It's not his favorite. Oh, okay. It's, it's a terrible bit. So, do you think James Garfield, we ask our guest if they think that uh, their president, James Garfield, became a ghost. It's not always James Garfield. Uh, can I see a picture of him? Ooh. Uh, I can you you could look it up on your phone. All right. That'll be good for uh, when we go into presidential hair. Yeah. Or... Or presidential syndicated cartoons. Lack thereof. Presidential hair, lack thereof. But the reason we're going into this is Lucretia Garfield is quoted as saying she feels as if there are ghosts in the White House because of all the history it's had. So, so, so insightful. Because, she is insightful. Because there were ghosts when Lucretia was alive. Yeah. That lends credence to the idea that James Garfield became a ghost? I think maybe. Why do you think that? Well, it's a possibility. I mean, it kind of sets a precedent. Yeah. You know, she would know of anybody. She lives in the White House. 
Do you believe in Although ghosts very shortly. outside of presidential No, ghosts? I do not believe in ghosts. <clears throat> ghosts don't exist. But you're He fished us out. Yeah, he didn't. Well done. Well, not really. We, we kind of pandered our way there. Ghosts don't uh, exist, Lee. Don't be foolish. Yeah, he looks like he'd make a bad ghost. Bad There's ghost. one where he looks like he'd be a good ghost, but most of the time he looks pretty uh, droll. Mm. Kind of. Aren't ghosts dope. supposed to be droll? No. I mean, not like this. He's like. What is he, your standard uh, of ghost? He he. Ghosts they look they can look kind of plain, but they also have to have like a certain charisma. As you say, qua. I don't think he's got it. I'm not wow. sure how he became president looking like he did, but I guess they didn't rely on like images as yeah, much back then. he wasn't on the TV. No. He was a radio guy, probably. He was a radio guy, definitely, I mean. We know, because he had these great... Give me an S. Oh, God. S. Oh, Lee's gonna love this. Give me an L. L. Give me an O. O. Give me a G. G. Give me an A. A. Give me an N. Doug. <laughs> N. What's that spell? Slogans. Slogan. Campaign slogan. <laughs> Campaign slogan. Time for presidential campaign slogans. Oh, yeah. You remember the campaign of 1880. Is that right, Lee? No. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, and this. Come on. At least try. No way. Why did you bring like, no way. I told you I'm not, I don't, I'm not an improv guy. Uh, not only have I never done improv, I don't really agree with no, the concept. No, I'm not an improv guy either. My side's all scripted. <laughs> all right. It's not that scripted. What's, what's his slogan? I'm, I'm curious. He didn't actually have one, but he had a. He didn't have one. No, he didn't have a. He didn't have a slogan. They still brought it up. They didn't. He did have a campaign song though. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, I couldn't find it. Yeah, (laughs) lost in the annals of history. Great, (laughs) but we do know that it was a quick step ballroom dance. Yeah. What does what does that sound like? Uh, it's kind of like an upbeat. Imagine. uh, No, that's. You ever watch Tom and Jerry? Mm-hmm. You know the music that's always playing when they're like chasing each other, or like when they're in the big city, the jazzy type. I don't think it sounded like jazz. Well, it wasn't jazzy, but it was like the definitely the. He <laughs> <laughs> did a minor move with his fist. Just a little bit. And, and that's how that is how James that's Garfield how he, he won the presidency. He could fill up a ballroom with that dance. I could. I'm also very large, so that helps. Fantastic. Time, for, time to open up the cabinet. Oh, God, we're doing this. <laughs> Presidential cabinet, where we talk about the pre, the, cap, the cabinet members of the president. <laughs> okay. Isaac Wayne McVeigh. All right. He sounds like a good serial killer, but that might <clears throat> just be because you did the three names. Oh, mm. yeah. And McVeigh. And McVeigh. Yeah. But Isaac, he sounds smart. Hmm. Well, he was the twenty, the thirty-sixth Attorney General of the United States. Oh, we also mentioned him during the Chester A. Arthur episode. Or other listeners might remember that. What did he have to do there? Um, nothing. <laughs> he didn't. What? That was. That's all. He didn't really yeah. do anything. Why'd you bring him up? Well, he. His, well, because his brother we mentioned during the Taft episode, uh, who he was the Secretary of Treasury during the Taft episode. We men, we mentioned that. So it looks like you're reading off of Wikipedia a lot. No, that... it's I. Uh, it's, I wrote this. Did you? All right. Did you come into this no like wanting to know a lot about presidents or knowing a lot about presidents or didn't you just know anything it? about presidents? Well, I knew a little just, bit about some presidents. I knew a little bit about some presidents. Did you just choose this as a podcast format, though? It's yeah. 
Okay. It wasn't like divinely inspired, if that's what you're... Oh, no, I had a dream. Oh. That one day... We'll save that for the Martin Luther King episode. I would have my a great favorite podcast. Present. I'm still working on it. It's getting better every episode. Okay. I would say Isaac Wayne the best McVay. One yet. Really? I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah I, haven't I listened hope to it. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I would Me say, too. Well, we got all the other ones yeah. we haven't recorded yet. I'm going to counter you on serial killer and say uh, serial like arsonist or like serial bomber. What was his middle name again? Isaac Wayne McVeigh. Hmm. Like John Wayne. Uh, it's a toss-up, I feel like. I, I feel like there's... Bomber and yeah. serial killer. Hmm. That's fair. Also in the cabinet, Robert Todd Lincoln, son of Abraham Lincoln. Hey. Yeah. All right. Bob, go Bobby. Yeah, he made what, it. What, what, what kind of response are you looking for here from me? Cause he was the Secretary of War. That's good. Uh... <laughs> When you tell me these things, what are you looking for from me? Because there's only all I have is a name to play off of, and I'm not, I'm not like a name mm. comic. I don't like play with names. That yeah, much. I don't like that kind of humor either. So name I'm glad humor? you're not doing it. Okay. Yeah. Don't you have an extensive amount of material about you your own name? Number I actually do. About your name. Yeah. I do have this in front of me as a list of all the bits about names I have. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Why? I was working on it. Just now? Yeah, before this. So, okay. The sheet of paper in front of you has nothing to do with the podcast. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Coincidence. I was going to maybe turn it over and write something down if I wanted to turn it to that. Okay. But I also got this paper over here. Yeah. But it's not very good. It's dark blue. Yeah. And, and it's hard to write. Like You can see, but it's not the best. Hmm. Yeah. What's uh, what else? It what looks else? like I'm very prepared, but mildly prepared. So Robert Lincoln was coincidentally <clears throat> present or nearby when three presidential assassinations occurred. Huh? Yes. He uh, was he wasn't he there for his dad. He wasn't actually there for his dad's, but he was at the White House at the time. Wait, does he, that one count? And he made it before his dad died. So he made, you're right. I don't he know made it, it to the theater. I don't know if that really does count, though. It's, uh, it seems like it shouldn't. Yeah, I feel like it shouldn't too. Yeah, but two do, two doesn't seem like a particularly noteworthy number. Oh yeah, yeah that just sounds like coincidence. Assassinations. Yeah, yeah and if you're I if you're Lincoln, just, you gotta still talk about. You gotta that, give him the yeah. gimme. <clears throat> be like, hey, you were around for your dad's one. That'd be kind of mocking. Yeah, I feel like of all the assassinations to me, yeah, I guess I don't know which of those is worse. <clears throat> I would have been. Yeah, whether to have been around or not. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good De- question. Dealer's choice, whichever one he prefers, I guess. You think Abraham Lincoln was disappointed in his son for not being there when he was assassinated? I think when you're shot, you don't think about much. Yeah, he was also head. shot in the. Yeah. Head. Gotta make that joke. <laughs> he was present at James Garfield's. Inv- he was present at President James Garfield's invitation. Uh, and was a witness to Garfield's... Um, Garfield was killed. I feel like we should stick with James Garfield, because every time you just <clears throat> say Garfield, I picture the cartoon cat. Ah, uh, yeah. No, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Should we say president every time? You could do that. Hey, what if every time I say president on the podcast, I make it sound different, like I give it like a little background noise thing? What if you do that? Yeah, would that be funny? What do you mean background noise? Like a do-do-do-do. Uh, Every time I say president and the name of the president whose episode it is? 
guess it depends on what the noise is. What about doo doo doo? That's not that funny. <laughs> like if you could get a good solid duck quack Ooh. every time you say president, whack like but, that. Yeah, mm. but the thing is, we use. <laughs> Interestingly whack. enough, we already use. I wanted to use duck quack to, for bleeping out uh, uh, curses. Oh, couldn't you do like? Goose I was gonna do a. Well, I was debating between it and a chicken chicken uh, squabble. Squabble. Like a fight between chickens? Yeah, like a... I can't, I can't do it at all. <laughs> Try again. What was that? Oh, no. No, that was, that was more turkey-ish. That was a man yeah. under a heavy blanket impersonating <laughs> a turkey is what that sounded like. Uh, or a dove. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should have a dove to censor people. That sounds good. That sounds apropos. Sounds cool. Uh, <clears throat> but President James Garfield, uh, uh, the cartoon character, Cat, was uh, assassinated at a train station by a man named Charles Jeteau. Jeteau? Jeteau. French? Mm -hmm. uh, actually, no, he was a member of a uh, commune in upstate New York, which has now exists as a silverware manufacturer. Hmm. Where the commune became a silverware manufacturer, or the building it was in? No, no, no. The, the, the religious commune became a company which now sells silverware. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going for. <laughs> All right. Um, Lincoln was also the last surviving member of both the Garfield and Arthur cabinets. All right, is it, time, is it time for our next section, Doug? I hope not. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Wait. It's Doug's favorite section. Oh, is it? Yeah, we've talked about the ladies. Oh, boy. <clears throat> we've talked about the females. Let's talk about the males. The post office. Post office? Time to talk about the post office. Time to talk about the post office. There's not much here. Thomas Lemuel James was the postmaster general. Were you listening to your glass of water? Uh, I heard a very small crackling. Oh. And I, I think it's the laptop, but for a moment, I said laptop. I, yeah. I, for a moment, I thought it was like, you know how sometimes you get bubbles going in your yeah. glass? I oh. thought it was that. So I was like, am I uh, ruining this podcast? But then I realized it was both of you. So. Uh, what, both of us ruining this podcast? podcast together. Right. <laughs> I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. He eliminated $45 million from the annual deficit of the post office in 1851. <laughs> All right, time for Mr. Congeniality. Oh, boy. Mr. Congeniality. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't come out. The presidential loser, we celebrate him a little bit. Okay. Wilfred Scott Hancock. Remember Wilfred Scott Hancock at all? Did you say Wilfred or Wilfred? Fred. Winfred, sorry. Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> yeah, like that's the fuck that's going on. Oh my doing. goodness. You're, it's Winfred, I'm sorry. You're, just, you're like doing a painful thing and then you mess it up, but like kind of a lot. So, apologies if I'm... Uh, he oversaw the execution of John Wilkes Booth's co-conspirators. Oh. Yeah. What happened to John Wilkes Booth? Was he just killed on the scene? Yeah, he or? was killed in a barn. Okay. Shot? I think so. Yeah, I don't know, actually. I'm pretty sure he was shot. 80, 85% sure he was shot. We'll look it up sometime. Yeah. 
We'll edit it in. Great. Fantastic. I do that. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to be there for that part. If you if you ever need some information, just call to. Uh, I haven't decided what his name is yet, but let's call him Big James. He's the one who's editing the, one the thing. Editing. This. Yeah, and he'll help us out. Right, Big James. Right. It was a terrifying concept. I'm just picturing you, but much larger. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm <laughs> picturing towering, towering over over this building. I, I feel like I could look out the window and like see his weird eyeball looking at him. Mm. Like a somehow less intimidating Clifford the Big Red Dog. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm overseeing the podcast a little bit, I guess, like Clifford did. It wouldn't be like more or less intimidating. It would be like a, a some kind of Cthulhu creature mm. where like I can't even understand it. Yeah. Like a bigger version of what he is now. I just can't understand it. My mind can't. Was Clifford it. the Big Red Dog a Cthuloid? I don't think so. Oh, that's that would a have shame. been a lot more interesting. Yeah, they don't really explain why he's a Big Red Dog uh, or why he's yeah, red. So far as I know, I think they do. Do they? Maybe in like I think there's an, there's got to be an origin story, right? I don't think people were as interested in origin stories back then as they are now. Uh-huh. But I do imagine just a mother a mother dog. Just exploding at some point, like, and that's that's kind of the big bang of yeah. Clifford's life, mm. like Paul Bunyan. Unless unless he had a giant mother, but if 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 yeah, he did, I, I think we'd, too. yeah, we'd be hearing about that. Yeah, I unless, think you're right. Like, unless the author is very sexist or something, and was like, eh. well, women can't be big. Clifford had a like a mom. She was kind of big. I don't know, but Clifford, he's the he's star. the real big boy. He's a big dog. Like those shirts? Big yeah. red dog. You look like a big dog shirt wearing guy. That's not inaccurate. Back in the uh, 90s. What is a big dog it shirt? Was a, it was a clothing company. They, yeah. they were kind of popular in the 90s. A pretty, like, I don't know if they're out of business now, but what are you writing? I'm going to write president of big dog clothing. Oh, great. That'll be, that'll be a great callback. <laughs> when would you call back to that? You never know. Alright. Uh, clothing company. Right. Big yeah. Dog Clothing Company. And it would have, like, puns based on, yeah, like, they, oh, God, no, I am big. Abs- I absolutely detest anyone that wears a t-shirt well, that has a, a catchy slogan on it or a, I think everybody, a joke. Everybody does now. Yeah. Uh, but there was a time when... Before. There was a time before they were as ubiquitous as they are now. Actually, they, they're, they're pretty... It's kind of died out at this point. You still see them Big around. Big Dog was, like, leading this charge. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing with, like, that and then bumper stickers. It's essentially just calling people's attention to this joke that someone else wrote for you. Yeah, yeah. If you're talking about funny like yeah. joke bumper stickers, well, I mean, it's either that or it's yeah, bumper stickers ex- telling you what to do. But if you want to express like your lounge and lifestyle, what's better than a big dog T-shirt? Like a regular T-shirt, and then just lounging. No, because it's probably got like a dog, and he's like lounging on a beach chair. Probably like not having a shirt on better uh, better mm-hmm. displays your lounging nature. Pretty much the the no no shirt and then overalls mm-hmm. is like the pinnacle of well, I don't do anything. That guy might be getting some stuff done with some old cars, I'd imagine. Eh. Just overalls, no shirt, old cars. Yeah, it's more like I old wander cars. around. The, I wander around the Home Depot. Old lot. cars. Old cars. Does that mean it's time for constitutional conveyance? No, it doesn't. Yeah, because he didn't drive a car. It was before cars. Yeah, we won't go into that section cars. of the podcast. It was a lucky break, Lee. <laughs> Great, I feel good about it. Yeah, you uh, Time for Heights of Power. Oh, Heights of Power. This is the part of the podcast. My favorite section. It's a pretty good one. <clears throat> it's a pretty good uh, Where you get to guess 
And we'll tell you if you're correct or not. The president's height. <laughs> Heights of power. <laughs> Heights of power. How, How tall, tall was James Garfield? Like six one. Ooh, that was pretty close. Yeah. Six feet tall. If he like, I bet if he laid down for a long time, he'd be six one. Oh yeah, or like. Or went into outer space or something. Went yeah, swimming in yeah. for a long time. Went. Do you get taller if you go swimming? Kramer did, in Seinfeld. Oh yeah. He had to get a new mattress. That time for <laughs> presidential birthdays. Yeah, let's do birthdays. <laughs> Uh, President James Garfield was born on no- November 19th. I was going to guess way off. Oh, shoot. That was another was guessing one. Guess. Mm. Uh, Do you want to guess now? Wait, what would you uh, guess? I was going to guess like April 6th, but that's um, probably because that's like, that, that, that wasn't that similar. long ago. Yeah. Mm. Nope, November 19th. Hmm. The same day. And he wasn't 6'1. He's six feet tall. Hmm. Well, it's not adding up to me, but all right. Yeah. Born the same day <clears throat> as B. Arthur. Wow. <laughs> because, uh, no relation to Chester A. Arthur. Yeah. Yeah, no. That, that's an A. Arthur. This is oh, correct. She's a B. Arthur. Great. <laughs> You're getting it. Yeah. Born the it's, same day as... <laughs> it's like when you give someone a, co- a cold or something. Yeah. That's what this feels like. You're getting it, yeah. Yeah. Born the same day as Dwayne Allman. From the Allman oh, Brothers. The Allman Brothers. Yeah. Orson Welles. Purportedly, okay. though. That's not a definite. Ron. Just go. Yeah. And what? Speckle. Sorry. Ron. Ron. There's no, there isn't a, there isn't a last name. I was trying to just blow by past that one. What are you talking about? And Speckles, the Beanie Baby Leopard. You know how Beanie Babies have birthdays? Uh, like I might have known that at some point, but I don't now. Well, mm. now you do. We got it back. I still don't feel like I'm getting it. Speckles the Leopard Who's was born on November 19th. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do that. You didn't do no, that? No, I did do it. What do you mean? Where know. did you get these names? Wikipedia. Like, I know that. Where did Ron come from? Uh, there weren't that many good ones. <laughs> there was plenty of good ones. You didn't need to throw in Ron. I made up Dwayne Allman, too. You made up, made up the Allman Brothers band? No, no just that Dwayne was, Allman. That was, it, was, huh. it wasn't really his birthday. It might have been his birthday. I never even looked it up. Okay. But Speckles the Leopard, I did look that yeah. one up. That one's for sure. Did yeah. you look up Speckles the Leopard, or did you look up birthdays? I looked up presidential birthdays, and then I looked up Beanie Celebrity. Baby birthdays, and then I mix-matched them. Got them all in a spreadsheet. Huh. I could tell you any presidential birthday... Beanie Baby. <laughs> Alright. Just listen to all the episodes. Uh, James has a degree from an accredited university. Polk. Polk? Oh my goodness. That one's like on the tip of my tongue. Was it was it the um uh Don't say Ron again. No, I'm, it was uh the kangaroo. Oh I think was so, that? yeah, something like that. No wait, who did you say James Monroe? Is yeah. Polk. Oh, Mischief the Monkey. Yeah, Mischief the Monkey. There was another one we did. We mentioned that, that a, a in kangaroo. the James Polk episode. Yeah. Did Number they 12. do baby, Beanie Babies corresponding to presidential birthdays? No. No, I, I just, I think they probably just did more than 39 Beanie Babies. There's a Beanie Baby for every birthday. Yeah. Is there really? Yeah. 
Uh, and know. a baby beanie baby, but we don't can do that. No. These baby beanie babies aren't real beanie babies. I didn't know they were a thing at all. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't either, but they, they got a lot of, there's a be. lot of them, and they got a lot of birthdays. But their names are a little too uh, cutesy. So, the Beanie Babies are fun. And making baby Beanie Babies? Yeah, I wonder if they're like combo animals. Like part snake, part giraffe. Well, I mean... Uh, they have So they have birthdays for all of them. Yeah, they have birthdays. So they, they have... They're, they're, something's giving birth to them. Right. Mm. Yeah, you're so right. So the fact that they have baby Beanie Babies... Yeah, they definitely have to have a birthday. I mean, it, it implies that Beanie Babies, which are babies also... Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that part. Making babies having babies. Yeah. And then you, you buy it. That sounds like a Motown song. It is. Well, I mean, there's the... Uh, baby. Keep going. You have my baby. That's a different song. Yeah, that's Paul Anka. Um, what a lovely way to say that you live with me, baby. I think it's a Sly and the Family Stone song, Babies Making Babies. Oh, yeah? I think so. So, funk. Drop that in, Big James. Ugh. Let's see, that's more disturbing than before. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 